Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? listening to the best best friends podcast in the world every fourth part. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. <laughs> um, welcome back, everybody, to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts, internationally acclaimed, Sydney Crawford-approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, the connoisseur of crisp, the man of several, some say several, emotions, Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Over, over again. again. Getting better at that. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hopmaster General, the Royer's Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's Dan. I'm going to start throwing you neutral, Chris. I know. We have a new sponsorship. Like, I need to start just smashing. I need to wear shirts that I don't mind just getting soaked in beer. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start. Put it like a drop cloth. Yeah, I just need a tarp on the floor. <laughs> I'm gonna question it the first time I come in. I'm like, why is there a tarp under me, Tom? Why is there a newspaper on the floor? What do you have? A dog or something? Like a, a little chow? Oh, <laughs> uh, Dylan will get that one. Yeah. You're gonna. Ha- you're gonna have the little. No, Paul. <laughs> You'll have the little clear. Uh, yeah, the clear rain jacket. Rain jacket. Jacket. <laughs> I love when he dances with Why the is act. Huey Lewis in the news playing? Oh, I love when he dances across <laughs> the back of the uh, couch with it. <laughs> oh, it's oh. good. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, we digress. We are we unplugging everybody? I'm unplugging everything. Oh, man, Tom, oh. we are moving this. My thick boy out. thighs. I've been, Dan, I've been hitting the, uh, been hitting the sled at the gym. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, the quads are just bulging. And <laughs> I don't know what you're going to, I don't know how you're going to feel when, when I show up, just jacked out of my mind with an absolute dump truck. <laughs> when I look like that, uh, that uh, YouTube guy, the dude with the, uh, the, the, the cake for days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show up one day just with my own beanbag chair. So that's why you're selling the uh, computer chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit my, uh, doesn't fit my cake no more. <laughs> stage one of swole swoliosis <laughs> i got stage one swoliosis um hey uh we got chris white in here uh ryan's go-to added oats added to the mash for soft mouthfeel i i can't take uh i can't take anything chris white says seriously anymore dan yeah i mean he d- he did say he 
did say crisp was a good college beer. Yeah. It's just, Ooh. it's just, it's a real, it's a real European football take. <laughs> hey man, I've been, been watching the premier league lately. Oh God. Getting into it. And guys, mark it one, uh, episode one. What are we at? One sixty five. Start of the downfall. Start of the end. Dan's going to show up one day with a scarf. I'm just going to be like, all right, shut it down. Oh, I'll get a, I'll get a kit first. Shut it down. <laughs> uh, Summer, I'll get a kit first. Oh, kit. It's starting. I told you it's starting, guys. Oh, man. Um, well. <laughs> again, that's the guy that said it. The uh, neutral crispy lager is a, uh, is a uh, good college beer. <laughs> So why don't we start the podcast? I think that's for what it's worth. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to our podcast and uh, the year of uh, the year of the Lord. 2023, Mo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shouldn't have taken us this long to get to the to this point. Oh, but ooh. Um, yeah, we're here. So. Uh, all right, everybody. Save the good ones for when I'm here. Yeah, we well, we got to got to got to get a good uh, emo mosh going. Yeah, there we go. All right, everybody. It is 2023 mo, and we are starting right now. This is this is prime emo right here. Let's go. Prime email right there. Yeah. That is that is the creme de la creme of email. Which one's uh so what's better, Dan? Uh what was it? It's uh Tell All Your Friends and then what was the uh what's the album after Tell All Your Friends? Oh, um, the one with uh the one with Fred. Yes. Uh better album. Oh no, it's gonna be Which gonna, one which one's the better album? It's gonna be Tell All Your Friends. Yeah. I got to say where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Where you want to be. There it is. See, um, we couldn't even name it. I'd tell all your friends was still better. Um, it, I mean, Fred definitely adds something, a very Westchester vibe. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he adds a lot to, he brings a lot to taking back Sunday. I think, uh, it has, I think the hits that it has, it has bigger hits. Yes. So I, I think you know this song, like cut the, from the uh, cut from the team, um, without the e. yes, uh, is I would say their biggest hit. Yeah. Um, but there's more. There's more on this album. But uh, tell all your friends is better cover to cover. Oh yeah, exactly. Every single song, like I can name more songs off of tell all your friends than I can with where you want to be. Yeah. I mean, you've got, yeah, cute without the cuff on the team. Uh, you got, uh, what was it? The uh, Timberwolves in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, Great Romances of the 21st Century. Or 20, is it 20th Century? Or 20, it's 20th Century, sorry. Great Romances of the 20th Century. Yeah. Um, um, I would say. Uh, yeah, I guess Chris is right here. Uh, Make Damn Sure is their most main. I don't think it's their biggest song. Yeah. I think it's their most mainstream song. That that album was such a letdown. It's uh, a, really. yeah. Is that the one with the movie theater cover? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a wasn't a fan. No. Um yeah, it got a they got like super poppy. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, they kind of I think it was 
where you want to be. Yeah, louder. Louder now, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think after where you want to be, they where you want to be kind of went that way too. And it just it they fell into that lane and kind of did that for a while. Yeah. I think just tell all your friends had a better edge. Yeah, I agree. Emo discussion. Emo discussion. I mean, 2023 mo. 2023 mo. What are we going to do? Not talk emo? Yeah. What are we not going to talk about? Tell all your friends. You're going to throw tell all your friends at the beginning and we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, uh, I had it up. Let's, uh, let's get into this. Let's get a little lo-fi going. Let's, uh, let's get down to business, Tom. Get down to business. Get down to this business. All right, everybody. Uh, follow, rate, review. Follow us on all major podcast platforms. You know what to do. Uh, I don't think we need to tell you what they are. Uh, give us a rating, Dan. Rating five star party, baby. Uh, and give us a review. Shoot, that's the best way. If you don't want to support us monetarily, best way to support us is through reviews. Uh, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts is the way to go. Um, give us a review. Um, we don't care what it is, just give us one. Uh, full episodes. If you are an audio listener, an audio jockey, um, Check it, and you want to check out the pod, the uh, the full episode. Um, you hear something we talked about for the for the pre or the post stream or audio, whatever we call it. Yeah, we we, we pre game post game. We get into some fun stuff. In the yeah, pre-post. if you want to be, if you want to check out what happens in extra innings. Um, ah, yes, there it is. You can go uh, check out our YouTube. Uh, all episodes are on there, um, un uncensored, uncut 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 the way god intended mm-hmm. um <clears throat> yeah so go check them out uh youtube.com slash at best best friends pod uh and then if you do want to support us monetarily there's two ways to do it you can check out our the links in our bio there's a link tree there's a whole tree of links i'm told it's so so i'm told um go in there there's a section for listener support you can go there you can donate to the podcast uh if you don't want to just straight up donate if you don't want to use your own money you don't want to use your own money to support us. We get us. it. Money's tight, you know. Inflation. There's other ways to do it. Dan, what, what, what would that other way be? Sub with Prime. Sub with Prime. <laughs> That's good. You like that? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, Sub with Prime, guys. Don't spend your money. Spend Jeff Bezos' money. Yeah. <laughs> that was way too loud. That was awesome. My goodness. <laughs> Sub with Prime. Um, and then... Guys, uh, as always, we are a part of the Hopped Up Network. Uh, Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing group of independent craft beer podcasts, much like our own. Uh, if you like our podcast, you might like some of the other podcasts on the network. Go check them out, www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Instagram, at Hopped Up Network. Yeah. All right. Boom. Look at that. Just breezing through this stuff. Just breezing through. Um, yeah. Tell your friends was uh right in the middle of the bunch of great emo albums. Um, that was like they were. That was like right in that. Like we almost we almost considered before twenty twenty three mo was brought to us. We we considered it just doing a victory records year. Yeah, that was like prime like victory and drive through records. Like yeah. All those like big uh, labels that were just scooping up all these like emo and like punk or like any emo core bands eventually too. Yeah. Are you singing? Are you singing about your feelings over heavy riffs? Are you singing about feelings over heavy riffs? 
Get on our backs. <laughs> Are you marketable at a hot topic? We yeah. want you. <laughs> you have long hair and wear a white t-shirt. <laughs> um, do you throw up on stage? <laughs> uh, Bert. Oh, what a turd. All right. Um, all right, Dan, let's get it. We get, we go, we're going, we're traveling south of the border. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going back down south. And Tom, I just want to, I'm going to throw it out there. It's, uh, I'm pretty biased, but I, I think the South's got loggers on lock, man. After our Virginia episode. Okay. I, I'm thinking lock. I mean, I'm very confident that After, this Nashville offerings are going to be the, the pretty fir- good. All right. We first, we traveled down Virginia way and, uh, and now we're going down Tennessee way. Oh yeah. We're going down Nashville. Home of uh, Nashville Hot Chicken, Elvis, I guess, down there, too. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> remember that Hooters we went to in Nashville? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did, huh? <laughs> I, t- I-, I had to tell the story. Uh, I had to tell the story to uh, Matt. Shout out Matt, the mule who brought the beer to us. Tom, hit that button. Oh, yeah. We do have a button for him, huh? Of course we have a button for the mule. Oh, I got to pump this back up. Uh... <laughs> there it is um shout out mule uh but yeah i i told him a couple stories about uh about how great nashville was yeah <laughs> we got to see the uh the great music lineup of switchfoot wycliffe jean and foo fighters it's the uh tuna and spaghetti f- of uh tuna fish and spaghetti of concert lineups <laughs> tuna fish and spaghetti yeah, or what was it? Lamb and tuna fish. Luna tu- lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna fish was there the reference. You, know, you, you, what, you, uh, you prefer spaghetti and meatball? That was it. Yeah. That was the one. I got them mixed up. Yeah, there you go. It's all mixed up. Real laughing <laughs> day. Um, all right, so we're going to start off our Nashville episode. Um, I like to call it Trashville. Um, we're starting it off, which I, I guess I can't call it Trashville, you know? It's... They're providing us with some some fine. Well, we'll see if they're mighty fine, but a lot of crispies. Uh, we're gonna start off. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a crisp heavy episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, we are gonna be starting off with pep talk lager. Um, and I'm gonna bring it up here, right there. Pep talk lager. Um, from Bearded Iris. Um, not sure what that even means, but uh. Yeah, it's a um the go-to this go-to lager blends Pearl and Hel- Pe- Pearl, Hellertau and Nelson into an uplifting conversation. Bright citrus snap. We can all use a pep talk now and then, can't we? I'm excited to try this. I'm I'm curious on the Nelson, so. Yeah. Um ooh, I already got I did get these guys so we don't have to reach later in the episode. All right, Daniel, give us a little crack ski here. Countdown. Three, two, one. Okay. Now I have to give this a sniff because I'm curious about yeah. about Nelson and this, but actually smells like a very clean Pilsner flavor on this. I'm Just, curious what's going on in the background of this uh, picture here. Yeah, what's the, uh, oh, the, uh, the tequila sunrise back there? Is that a tequila sunrise? Looks like one. <laughs> Maybe they have a... Uh, Maybe they have a, I don't know, like a black and tan, but it's like Cuvée. a yeah, yeah. It's uh, try our our raspberry raspberry sour mixed with our uh citron mosaic IPA. It's to die for. 
Bearded, uh, let's see here. It's not screen sharing here. Uh, Bearded Iris is my best friend's brother's brewery. All right. We got six degrees to Bearded Iris from uh, Chris White. Ooh. Look at that. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get a drink here, Daniel. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Sancho. Hmm. Uh, there is a uh, like a citrus note yeah. to it. Hmm. Good finish on it. Definitely uh, as that Pilsner malt. Super clean. Super, yeah, super dry. Yeah. So I like that Hallertau Blanc always does that. Super dry. Um, nice little pepper on the finish. Yeah, there's definitely like a bright citrusy flavor to it, um, which is really nice. Um, I mean, it's definitely crushable. Yeah, definitely crushable. Goes down smooth. So, we had we got this beer from the old Beer Mule. Shout out Beer Mule. Shout out Beer Mule. Um, he was down Nashville way. Yeah, so he he just missed the craft beer conference. Like right, he he went down there on business, but you know, uh, just before I guess uh, all hell broke loose down there in Nashville, and they had the craft beer conference. Yeah, looked like it was quite the party. Yeah, the. Uh, the old beer accountant was down there. Oh, beer accountant was down there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he just got back. Said it was a uh, an absolute shit show. Yeah, I mean, how do you go to... Did, you, did he... <clears throat> excuse me. Did he, like, expense it or something? Was he just like, ah, this is business, so... Yeah, yeah he's going down to, to try and get more clients, so... There you go. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. How do we expense it, Tom? <laughs> how do we expense it? That's a great... Uh, we should talk to the beer accountant. Yeah, we should. Uh, do we have to incorporate this uh, little endeavor we're doing? I don't know. I, so we can write it off on taxes. We should talk to him. Like, do are there any any advantages to us do uh, to do a uh, like an LLC or an S corp? Ooh, yeah. You know, do we do we get any tax advantages from that? Um, giving us a Dylan's got our. Uh, can we get like a tax exempt card for everything we buy for the podcast? No, we're not. A, I mean, we, we could try and start a religion. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not above starting a religion. If Scientology can do it, if that. Ooh, if I mean, that's, that's a good. Uh, that's a good route to take. The 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 Church of the Crisp. Ooh, Church of Crisp. Yeah, and then we branch off. You go Church of the Haze. Ah oh, man, ooh start, subsidiary. Yeah, and we start or we start warring like the uh, Crusades. Oh man, I could go all like Lutheran. Yeah. I could like nail nail like a crisp hazy IPA on the door of your church. Yeah, you're like, I hate my wife. I want to get a divorce. Start <laughs> my own religion. Church of England. <laughs> I can't dr- drink crisp all the time, Tom. <laughs> that the the ancient scrolls say it must be done. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the Crispinites. Crispinites. I like it. I like it. We're gonna save that. That's where we start. Um is I think that's the uh name of the episode, Church of the Crisp. I like it. Yeah. Church of the Crisp. Um yeah. Uh I like it a lot. What uh what do we have going on since our last episode, Dan? I feel like it's been a quiet week. It has been a quiet week. Well, I mean, 
obviously we've been pretty busy. We had Mother's Day weekend here as two as two dads with uh, our loving wives. We had to wine and dine them this weekend, yeah. hang out with the kids, give them a little break. I got that. What did you What did you uh, end up going for uh, Mother's Day? So we we drink a lot of beer, you know. And as I'm in the craft beer, she's in the craft beer. Mm-hmm. She's been drinking some wine lately, you know. Um, and you know, going back to some of her like classic, uh, you know, styles of wine that she likes. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take her out to a winery. So we went out to uh, Manitoni Winery slash Brewery in uh, out out here in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania, in Berks County. Okay. Uh, nice spot, man. I mean, really cool place to go. Uh, tons of great outdoor seating. Um, they had a tiny little brewery set up there. Mm. But because they are a winery, they have, uh, they have their license. They can only sell their beer on site. They cannot distribute their beer. They can't can it. They can't do anything, which is I mean, somewhat of a good thing. Because did you see the uh, picture of the hazy IPA I sent you? Yes. It was probably... Man, I feel like something turned around and they just made a really good like ESB. It was brown. Uh, yeah. And it was bready. And I was like, this is that easy? This is that easy? I was this is a really damn good ESB though. Did you did you get a wrong pour? That's what I thought too, but it wasn't on the menu. Oh. It was very limited. Like I'm talking mm. four different styles of beer. Two of them being a Belgian triple and quad. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So uh, they did knock the Belgian triple out of the park, though. That was an exceptional beer. Um, tasting notes, they hit everything. Like, yeah, they ticked all the boxes on a Belgian triple, so props to them on that. But, man, that hazy, I, you know, cash grab trying to go with that. You know, you're going to have a lot of guys coming with their wives who may not be in the wine. The wife is in the wine. You know, I was, I was going to drink some wine, but, like, you know, wine's high test. I was driving, so, you know, yeah. I kind of just had a beer and, yeah, it was so so. Had like one more, and that was good to go. I like it. I like it. Um, you guys ended up going to the bistro. Yeah, we went over to the bistro. Um, got myself. A, I I knew Pliny was on uh, on the menu, so I went in there. You know, got the elder. Yeah, I um, even as the resident crispy boy, um, getting down that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Don't pass up a, a chance to get one of the best uh, IPAs in the country. Yeah, I mean they shaped. <coughs> excuse me, they shaped West Coast IPAs for. Um, I mean everybody. I mean them and Racer Five. Yeah, was also one. Um, shit, Tom, I am not plugged in. You're not plugged in. Oh, now I am. <laughs> Sorry, it was just off for a second. Oh, weird. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So. I mean, yeah, like I was saying, Racer 5 and Pliny uh, the Elder, they're like staples of West Coast IPAs. They kind of shaped it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so I uh, I had one of those, uh, you know, fantastic as usual. Yes. And then I, I did throw it out. Uh, let the uh, let the old group chat pick my next beer. Yeah, so you had a, a fiddlehead. Which uh, which one was that? The Porter. Their Porter. That was a Porter. Okay. Yeah. And I only got a, I only got a little guy. I got a little six ounce pour. That's what I thought. It, I was looking at the glass and I'm like, beer is that yeah i thought about I, my thought process was i was going to get a fiddlehead and i had my eyes on a german mirton um and i was just like i got that porter i should have went mirton first and then went porter because was fiddlehead the mirton too fiddlehead was a porter i know but oh, no no, no. The uh the mirton i don't know if it's even in the chat anymore it was some uh some german beer 
Uh, oh, there it is. I got it. Um, Anger Privet to Brewery Anger Oktoberfest. Oh, so it was like a from like a true Meritson. Yeah, Ang from Ang Baron. Baron. I don't know. You know, as a craft beer podcast, maybe we shouldn't be doing Duolingo for Spanish. Maybe we should be doing Duolingo for German. That's probably a good idea. We should <laughs> probably do that. But I was intrigued because everything on their list is, you know, six ounce pour, 16 ounce pour, or a crowler. This one was six ounce, half liter, or one liter stein. There you go. I was like, oh man, I could get a half liter? I got a, yeah, I got a stein at, uh, I had a stein there of Mainstay, actually. Oh, really? They were selling mainstay and okay. steins there. The Poplar Pills or their October? It was No, it was the Poplar Pills. Mm. It was uh, summer, so Ooh. definitely the uh, Poplar Pills. Okay. I'm gonna, let's see if they still do that. Let's take a, take a quick look-see. Because I know they had the Poplar Pills. Yep, they still do the uh, six-ounce, half-liter, one-liter stein. Yeah. Wow. That's what I like about places like the Bistro, and I know like we're being hyper local right now, but most of um, our most of our listener base is yeah around this but like area. craft beer bars and stuff like that like adhere adhere to like classic um, offerings like in terms of like the size of beer. I think it's pretty cool when they do that with pilsners and lagers and stuff like that. Also with you know proper glassware always comes into consideration too, especially when you're getting like a. Uh, like a Belgian beer and they're giving you like a nice tulip glass for it and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, uh, going into the bistro, it's insane. Like trying to remember what that place used to look like and what it looks like now. Um, agreed. It's, it's pretty wild. Uh, didn't make me a little sad. Like, man, we're getting older. Yeah. Yeah. That new, that new coat of paint on the bistro really makes you look, uh, feel old. Uh-huh. Yeah. And seeing like the new, like that new wave of like younger crowd coming in there and like, yeah, you know, they're having their, they're having their time. And you're like, oh, I remember, I remember that. You don't remember. We were in like the dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That place, that place is very well lit now. But back in the day, it was not. Yeah. It was not. <laughs> it had a dance club up above the bar that had a very distinct clientele that would show up there. Um, Remember the guy who just danced like a robot in the back? Yeah. yeah the one dude who just, he danced like a robot. And every time so, like a girl would go up to try and dance with him, he would just push them away. <laughs> like a robot, too. He'd be like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> there was, um, yeah, there was, there was a, a type of person that would frequent uh, the upstairs dance club. A, a type of person? Tom, what, do you, what are you alluding to? I'm not going to use any pronouns, but there's a type of person that would generally, you know, you would, we would be sitting at the bar, you know, that was a great, like uh thirsty Thursday, Friday night, uh, spot to go to. Yeah. We, used to, yeah. You're and sitting then, at the bar and around like 11 o'clock, 1130, you start seeing. Oh, like when people would start leaving or like yeah, exiting. You would start. Well, no, 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 oh, no. You mean even coming in, even the coming in. I mean, that See, was the coming in wasn't the thing because like they always had the door upstairs. It was the leaving that was the best. Like if you stayed there till the end, like closing time, oh, yeah. and you watched like the exit, the you would see you would see a, a a group of women with very broad shoulders. Oh uh, yeah, walking in and out of there. Yeah, I mean it, there was that. I mean 
the the eclectic group that walked out of that place, like, and you're talking about like when people were going up to like first start the dance floor. Yeah, the exit was the best for me because you would see like a, like a trashed group of like bachelorette party coming oh, through. Yeah. You would have like the guys who were out for like a bachelor party, and like they you could always tell what they were out for. Yeah, uh, yeah, people in all Phillies gear. You know, they came there right after the game. Right. Which is what we did. <laughs> you always see the the uh, the girls walking down the steps, trying not to break their ankles oh, yeah. and their heels. This this look right here. <laughs> yeah. They're just like this at walking. <laughs> <laughs> the real the real quick jerk. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. All right, Dan. Final thoughts on uh on pep talk here. Uh pep talk's a super crisp uh beer. Uh, citrus notes were nice. Um, very good dry. I, I would almost like with Nelson, I get the citrus, but with that dry, like Hallertau, I'm getting like a white wine, well, yeah. like dryness to it. Yeah. Like I, I, I understand there is a citrus snap to it, but man, that citrus snap is a dry, almost like you get a like oaky, Chard- almost like Chardonnay. Yeah. Chardonnay kind of a uh, feel to it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, overall good, you know, crushable beer, um, super flavorful. Uh, what you want out of a, a nice Pilsner lager. Oh, like 100%. Yeah. So uh, Nashville have not disappointed yet. I feel like we're going to we're gonna have a lot to say about this one. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Um, All right. Shoot it up there. So we're going to follow it up with, um, we got four beers tonight. Um, we're going to follow it up with, you know, it's the summer, 12-ounce summer, um, going along with the 12-ounce crisp. Um, this is 16-ounce, but it's still... Summer Crisp from Southern Grist Brewing Company. It's an unfiltered Pilsner style lager with lime juice, lime peel, and a hint of sea salt. So a little bit of a kind of like a Mexican lager feel to it. Yeah, I would say right in line with what they do for the uh, Mexican lager. So and a little bit of sea salt, which I've been seeing in a lot of uh, Mexican lager recipes lately. So I'm excited for this. A little sea salt never hurt anybody. All right. Three, two, one. Right, good pull, good snap there. Screen share. I have to say, with all of these, they've had an exceptional, like, just smell on the nose of just being very clean. Like, nothing, like, overpowering, very, like, well-balanced aromatics. Um, What you'd like to see in a lager or a pilsner. There's a little bit of salt. I can definitely get a little bit of salt in the nose there. And I knew <sighs> Andy Man was going to be sitting on this one. He's just joined in to you know rub it in. Yeah, it's won the series. Good on them. Uh, Sixers. We gave up. Yeah, fell apart. Uh, Embiid. You know, say what you want. He's uh didn't show up. Didn't show up. Doc got fired. Rightfully, two years too late. Um. You know, best news of the of the day. Doc got fired. Dan, cheers. Sancha. Pour one out for the Sixers. Yeah, rotten hell, Sixers. <laughs> oh, lime. That's a lot of lime. That's up my alley. Yeah, I'm that a, is I'm that a is limey boy. That's a limey boy. That's yeah. limey boy Tom coming back with his BL limeys. I was woke before everybody else. <clears throat> I was drinking Bud Light long ago. It's definitely like lime peel, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like that bitterness to Bitter, it. Yeah, there is a bitterness to it. I do, yeah, I definitely get the lime peel. Um, I think that's a big factor in doing a lime beer is uh, putting that lime peel in <coughs> because you run the risk of having that, like, almost like that, um, like that bottled lime juice. Yes. Um, get that, like, artificial lime. Yeah, you don't want to go too heavy on the lime and, um, you know, just because you're you are gonna end up getting those like sour not sour but bitter notes at the end on the finish. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm such a lime boy. I I bought a lime tree. Yeah, lime tree now. Oh, yeah. look at you. Yeah, lime tree on the uh, on the old back porch there. Uh, on the property. Yeah, on the property. There you go. Got a lime. I got a lime tree on the property. <laughs> <laughs> the the old compound. I will say one thing. I would uh, I would say that I'm missing from this, and that I would like it is a little like flaked corn. Okay. Just to like, just to give it a little bit of that like flaked corn American lager taste to it, because it's a very light-bodied pilsner background. Or maybe some maize, Dan. Mm-hmm. Some maize. <laughs> yeah, some maize. Um, or as my people like to call it, maize. Maize. But yeah, flaked corn would be um would what would be what I'd want in this, um to give it just that little extra. Um. <clears throat> I um I wish there was a little bit more salt presence. Yeah, there's no salt either. No. Yeah. It I, I feel like the lime took this one over. Definitely took this. Yeah. Lime peel took this over. I'm not going to say it. yeah, it's not even lime. It's like lime peel. Like it's definitely Yeah, cuz you definitely dirty. get it, like you have that like earthiness, that like earthy bitterness from the lime peel. I was going to say yeah, I was trying to think of a nicer way to say vegetative. Like it's <laughs> like it's very like yeah like earthy lime like yeah, but uh, I mean light bodied, great summer beer. Yeah, I would say I would I would drink this. You know, I think the weather got a, to where it needed to be for today to have this beer. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, this is one would be a great twelve ounce can. Agreed. Great twelve ounce can. Um, this would be one. That would uh, even, you know, give me a, give me a little slim can. Sure. Okay. I'll even take that. I will accept that. I'm not a huge fan of the slim can, but I would accept it. I would accept it here. You are a, you are a fan of the slim can. I saw you with your, uh, Mick ultras. Mm-hmm. It's called being healthy, Dan. It's called healthy beer drinking. Yeah. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. It's basically diet beer. Yeah. It's, you could drink water if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Those, those went down, uh, this went down very easily. Yeah, they're twelve ounce, right? Like those are, are they twelve ounce or are they more? Those little thin cans. Yeah, are they still twelve ounce? The let's see, let's take a look. Uh, ultra slim <coughs> size. Let's see what do you got? Twelve ounce. Yeah, yeah, twelve ounce slim. Yeah, and it came in a fifteen pack. Fifteen pack. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, you could just drink water if you wanted to. Yeah, I agree. I could. Um, it wasn't a choice. It wasn't my choice. Um, uh, my golf partner, uh, I asked, I said, hey, I, I was actually, and I, I, this is what I prefer if I'm going to drink while, while I'm golfing. I've been really feeling and flame me for whatever you want to say because I definitely have it coming. Yeah. Seltzers. Well, now you you've been a seltzer boy in the past. Um, 
there I, have been some summers where we got down some selts. I appreciate a seltzer. Yeah. Uh, five out or five percent ABV. Um, I think th- we did that for the uh, the cornhole competition in Wildwood. We did all seltzers. Did we do all seltzers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I am uh when I'm on the golf course uh. I've had like you know I've gone out with like Matt and yeah we've had I've I've gone out with heavier beers IPAs yeah yeah I just when I'm golfing I don't like to get like weighed down by oh and and I'm and I'm gonna pound a couple of them yeah the the seltzer those were like post golf beers yes like I'd say like in my experience not on on the golf side but like post bike post boarding Mm. heavy beers are you know a calorie recoup you know. But even even like a crisp lager or a Miller Lite will weigh on you. Yeah. Um, so the I feel like the seltzer is a nice sweet spot where it's refreshing. It's light. Yeah. You don't have like the yeast or the, uh, you know, or the like the malt. Yeah. I guess there's malt. Yeah. You just have it's like a malt liquor. There's like you know, a certain degree of it, but. But yeah, they go down easy. Um, it's refreshing. They're fine uh, for you know for what they are. Um, yeah. I, I like a nice truly. Okay, truly. Have you uh, have you had the Topo Chico ones yet? I have not. Ooh, they good. Oh, they're real good. So what's the what's the flavors on the on the Topo Chico? So they've got mango, which uh, is my favorite. Okay. But they do a lot of like the tropical fruits. They like mango. They have a pineapple. Uh, but then they have like classic ones like a tangerine, and uh, I think they had a grapefruit one as well. Okay, they have a variety pack. Yeah. We got it last year for our uh, for vacation. Okay, and I found myself, you know, I'd have you know the beers that I brought down and stuff, but I found myself going into the old Topo Chico's a couple times. Yeah, the Celtics they they definitely serve a purpose, um, especially you know when you're out in the blazing hot sun, and you just want something like refreshing. A little bit of flavor, um, you know. I don't know how surprising it is, but you know my my go to is the lime truly. Um, okay, no, that's a. But true, you know, truly does like a bunch of different variety mixes. They do the citrus mix. They do a berry mix. They do a tropical mix. So I mean, some of them can be pretty nice, but uh, yeah, the uh, the seltzers serve their purpose. The Mick Ultras uh are a good golf course beer. Yeah, in the same sense that. The the seltzers are they're not they don't weigh on you yeah. ninety five calories it's basically water it's like alcohol or it's uh, water with a little bit of booze to it um, yeah I mean it, sure I'm not gonna sit in here and like enjoy a mick culture like yeah you know sip on that but it's like if I'm out gardening or something or out you know beating down sun yeah if I have a mick ultra sure you know that's it's there. Yeah, the Topo Chico's are because Topo Chico's mineral water. So it's mineral water added with that. Um, so yeah, it is mango, uh, the pineapple. The other ones were uh, the lemon lime and the strawberry guava. Okay. I wasn't allowed to touch strawberry guava because that was apparently the hit for the misses. So I was I was drinking the exotic pineapple and tropical mango. Dan, you need to you need to you need to start owning that household. <laughs> if I want, if I want a strawberry guava, I'm gonna have my damn strawberry guava. You know what? Whatever keeps her away from my IPAs, all right. You know what? I'll, I'll throw a couple. I'll let Tobo Chico take those bullets, all right. <laughs> I I just love the uh, I just love the uh, the juxtaposition. I'm putting my foot down as the man of this house, 
and I'm going to enjoy a goddamn strawberry guava. <laughs> yeah, I want a strawberry guava Topo Chico right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna search those out now because they sound that damn good. Yeah, that might be. I have a a our yearly scram golf scramble. It's like a bunch of like O and J people. Nice. Go out and golf and it's a it's a big day. Um and last year we started doing they do kegs like around the course. Oh, okay. Um, which is nice, but they're scattered, so like you definitely run out in between. So last year we we went truly, um, <coughs> stocked up on trulies, but I think this year maybe it's a Topo Chico kind of year. Yeah, Topo Chico, man. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean it's it's the first week of June. Oh, it's okay. Memorial Day weekend, so it's gonna. It's typically pretty hot. Nice. Get a nice, uh, nice salty buzz on. Have a pig roast afterwards. Oh, pig roast too. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, the spread afterwards is uh, is pretty awesome. Oh yeah, got to recoup all those calories from oh, walking yeah. around the course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just beating down sun. You're out there for five, six hours. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good time. Um, let's get back to the beer. Super delightful. Yeah, I would say very light, delightful. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'd say a lot, a lot of lime peel on. Yeah, it needs, uh, my only complaint would be I was looking forward to sea salt and it was, uh, it, it needed something it. else to balance it. Yeah. Like my, like my opinion was like flaked corn, some sea salt in there, just a. Give it that just a little bit extra right there. Would a little, have been. little oomph. Yeah, top notch. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into our next beer here. This one's going to need some water after it. <laughs> <laughs> get that lime peel flavor out your mouth. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's share the screen here. So we're going to be doing Crisp as Hellas. Oh yeah, we're going back to a classic style of the podcast. Yeah, I'd say one of the one of the top uh, one of the top styles of lager for the podcast, in our opinion. Uh, this is you know we have our seasonal favorites. You know we talked about the Meritson, though it should be all season. We've talked about the buy box, you know, especially around this time of year. <coughs> but the hell is that is the style for us. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it's. It all started with a 360 pop top, and, um, you know, we never really looked back. Uh, we, we've talked extensively on the podcast about, you know, Sly Fox Hell being the top, the top tier, maybe goat status. Yeah, and we're traveling, yeah, we're continuing our uh, run through with Southern Grist here, so uh, that first beer with Southern Grist uh, was Summer Crisp, now we're going to do uh, Christmas Hells. Yeah, so this is a uh, Hell Style Lager brewed with Hellertal Mittelfru. Mittelfru? Mittelfru. Uh, with the umlaut. Oh, man, I'm totally doing Duolingo with German. The Motley Crue umlaut. Oh, yeah. Um, Mittelfru? Right. <laughs> varying... a Motley Crue shirt that just says Mittelfru. Varying picture. Oh, so that must just be a pink cup. That's why. I was like, man, this looks crispy and, I think that's lighting. and clear. Yeah, I think that might be lighting. But see, it's a oh yeah, see, like, the there's a little bit of pink right there. It's okay, a, it's one of those clear pink cups. Oh, that might be like a bachelorette party cup or something. Oh, maybe 
good bachelorette I, party. I heard some hells. I was gonna say Nashville's like big for yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's get a crack here, Dan. Three, two, one. Ooh, ooh, a little pop ski. Oh, man. A little desk pop. A little desk pop. Oh, you never did a desk pop before? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to we're gonna get into this. I mean, if, uh, if the Summer Crisp is any representative of their crispiness, this one should be pretty damn good. I will say, I didn't smell it, but the, just the rocky head on this. Yeah. That's one thing I could see as I was like pouring it out. It had the nice like sizzle to it. I could hear it through the headphones. It's, it's like, it poured great. Yeah. The head, uh, the head gathered really quickly. Nice small bubbles on it. Oh yeah. I'm ready for this one. Daniel. Take me away. Gotcha. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. You get hit with like a big floral note. Yeah. Yeah. Big floral note. I'm going to let, let this one sit for a second. It's got to be that Hellertown mental fruit. Yeah, I'm going to let this sit for a second. Uh, I w- would like to know what the uh, base malt or what the malt was for this too. Yeah, it's that was um, a ton more flavor than I was expecting. Yes. Um, this is not your this is not your grandma's hell. <laughs> Yeah, this is a, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was definitely surprising. Um, lot, a lot of flavor on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious about that. Yeah, I wish we would have had them, uh, yeah, on the discuss that because man, this is, yeah, I don't want to say bready, but man, it's got something back. It's got something on that. Yeah, back. that malt backbone is just, it's, it, yeah. I almost got something resembling a pub ale. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what, yeah. It's like, like right a, in line with that. It's got like, like a bitter, Melba. not like an ESB, but a bitter. Yeah, it's got like Melba toast bready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very unexpected. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever had a hell this flavorful. Yeah. I would say, um, for the style, I go for balance, but for this one, I would enjoy a can of it. This would be like a one can and done kind of hells for me. I think everything's yeah. kind of tuned up to eleven for it. Yeah, where where you could. Whereas see- I want what I want for my hells is something that just rides the normal tasting notes. Mm-hmm. Like this is just punching everything up a notch. Yeah, yeah, completely. I can agree. Definitely appreciate it, but man, it's a lot. This is like. Like a like a Sly Fox Hell, you you can drink. You're working out in the yard. Yeah, you can drink. You know, six of them, no problem. Yeah, this is like I like you said. I agree. Uh, this would be a one and doneer. Yeah, this would be like like somebody brings a hell from yeah from like a brewery they just went and saw, and I'm like, yeah, hey, try this one. I'm like, yeah, sure. <clears throat> this has definitely got a lot going on, man. This is like definitely got. Hub ale written all over it, man. I'm getting a lot of that. I'd love to have like a, a brewer pop on and like tell us like, oh yeah, no, this is what a hell is supposed to actually taste like. You know, if you yeah. had if you had a hell in in Germany. Yeah, I'd like a baseline. Yeah, like a baseline hell. But I feel like with Sly Fox, we get a pretty good baseline like hell. And like yeah. 
with like, you know, being so close to Sly Fox and being so close to like traditional hell lagers that we've had with like Trauger from a brewer, Jeremy, who brews in Germany. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of, I guess, hells that we could put as a baseline where like this is, you know, taking it just above the baseline a little bit. You know, certain notes are just jumping out at this one. It's yeah. not a bad thing, though. I'm enjoying it. No, it's, yeah, it's it's really nice. It's just unexpected. Very unexpected, especially for, like, the, yeah, this is, when I was looking at it, I'm like, yeah, this kind of reminds me of, like, a like a light, like a light pub ale, but it's got a snap to it. It's got a little snap at the end, but, man, mm-hmm. right after that toast, get the snap, but, man, you get that toast. Get that Melba. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> do you want to do a little dad discussion? You got a dad discussion for me? Yeah, I got dad discussion. Ooh, man, I was hoping you had dad discussion. So you didn't, you didn't uh, preface anything during the week, so I was like, I was scared you didn't have one. But this is one I, I brought up. I think I brought it up last week, and we didn't get to it. Okay. Um, so our kids are getting to the age where they're playing with toys, <coughs> toys that are more like more towards like our past. Yeah. So, like, uh, for example, like, my son is really in the Hot Wheels. Yeah, I saw the tracks. Yeah. So, Dad's discussion, what are some toys that uh, you would buy for your kid because you want to play with them? Ooh. All right. I think we're finally in that space, like. Yeah, we're finally in that area where, like, the ages are at the appropriate age for that toy has come. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started it with, um, with Legos. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. started getting some of the, like, not like above Duplo. Yeah. It's, it's the next step up from Duplo. Yeah. Like a simple, a very simple Lego set. And yeah, I, I will say like, I was surprised my son did really well with them. The problem is after they're put together, it's like, he doesn't want to play with them. Oh, oh! So he doesn't want to play with it. He doesn't like tear them down or try to like build something else with no. them. No. Well, you get the sets. It's like we had like a, I forget what it is. It's like a Lego. It's like uh, they're different sets. Like one is like a a, a canine police. Okay. Thing, yeah. And the other it's one like is it's like city but yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, they become like vehicles. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to like break it down and build something else out of them. Yeah. Um, but he had, he like he had fun with that, and it was just like, all right, moved on from that. Um, I'll bring up what I got my son into now. That is definitely like a like I'm like all right, I I get into this. Um, but are are you like, do you have anything with your daughter that you're like getting her into that you're like yes, I get to finally play with this. Um. I'm actually getting really into just, man, I don't know if it's like, like a toy per se, because it's, it it is a little bit different for me because like, you know, the toys are going to be a little bit different. Right. But like she was heavy into like, uh, like the monster trucks versus like the hot wheels. So she gets like, and I always thought they were pretty cool too. Like the monster truck sets, like she got, she has a bunch of those, um, you know, really into, outfitting her for snowboarding though like getting her like you know 
every time I see a sale on something I'm buying her, like, you know, I'm buying her like a full kit. You know, I'm getting the yeah. boots. I'm getting, I'm getting, she, she's going to have next season. She's going to have better gear than I will. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been stoked on that, but man, as you're Googling these right now, like the setups at, I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. So that's what I want. All right. So, um, yeah. So, my son got into Hot Wheels and like he's obsessed with like the movie cars. Uh, oh yeah, we uh, yeah. Hot Wheels. Uh, you know, like uh, my in laws have like uh, a bunch. They had, like the big like the blue Hot Wheels thing where that holds like a hundred Hot Wheels cars. Yeah, yeah. It like just like from like, um, like past kids. Like, uh, yeah. It was at like uh to whole thing um but it's like one of somebody else in the yeah. family it was a hand-me-down yeah it was, it was handed hand-me-down. down generation to generation he just got like started playing with them there and it's just grown <sighs> like we have like 50 hot wheels here yeah he has i think he has almost like 200 at my in-laws house yeah. he has like 100 at my at my parents house like yeah. he's just obsessed with hot wheels um and i found this um recently and this is called Hot Wheels City. Okay. So it's like you buy like all these little different individual sets and they connect. Yeah. yeah. And they all connect and you start like you can drive around. They all do different things. Well, yeah. They used to have these with like micro machines and Hot Wheels back in yeah. the day. Yeah. You, yeah. you would get like the single sets and connect all of them. Yeah. Um, They're so, pretty cool. Yeah. So this is what I've been getting him into. Um, he has a couple of the of the pieces and we have the road. Yeah. Like, you know, he drives on him. He loves like he has his like ramp um that he goes off of. Does he have like the full like the like the build it yourself tracks and stuff like the big not you know, yet, like, not the, yet. The orange tracks yeah. where you can like set up and like start doing some things around the house with it. <laughs> so so I didn't think he was ready for that. And I when I was over at my in-law's house dropping him off, he was like he has some like track pieces there. Yeah. And he was like taking them apart and putting them together in different ways. And I was like, Oh my god, you're ready. Yeah, it's time. Yo, they brought back the uh, GoPro Mini, and they have a mount that goes on a Hot Wheel car. It's a Hot Wheel car. Oh, my God. You can put the GoPro Mini on it. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll try to pull it up. But, yeah, keep talking. They did um, uh, they did a contest with GoPro, and uh, one of the, the guy who won built something with that. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, uh, like my son right now, his thing is, like, uh, he does races like he does like fu- like a full tournament of of cars and like he'll do like two on two matches to see who d- goes the furthest from a ramp. Nice. And then like, you know, he has a winner section and a loser section. <laughs> and then like he he will go for like a half hour of like all these cars. Oh, man. And then he 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 crowns a grand champion for the day. <laughs> um, It's it's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. But. I do love I love a good Hot Wheels car, you know, if that's that's super nostalgic from our our childhood. Oh yeah. Like, you know, he he's has all these cars at my parents' house and they they were my cars. You know, they were my Hot Wheels cars from I don't know. We're, it's the SWAT SWAT's coming to take us down, Dan. Yeah, what is that sound? Is that coming up from outside? Yeah. Damn, that really picked up. Yeah. The old um, microphone there. I thought I accidentally turned the sound on this video because it sounded like cars <laughs> racing. Um, yeah, so he's he's got like a, 
at my at my parents' house. He's got all my like old cars. Um, so it's definitely like nostalgic, like going back and like seeing him like play with like those ones that I played with as a kid. Um, I remember like getting Hot Wheels, and I was like, I always liked the cars, but I was always like, I never got like I got some of the sets. I used to like to keep the cars on my dresser. Okay. Like I, I was like someone who always wanted to like wax the cars and like, <laughs> you know, make sure they look nice. I didn't want to like mess them up. And yeah. like, I, I think that came from like, just from like my lineage and stuff. Where like my dad always had like a big thing of Hot Wheels cars, mm-hmm. like one of those, you know, blue suitcases that mm-hmm. you keep all of them in. Mm-hmm. Never played with them. Really? They were always just like in there. And they are always nice. So when I got Hot Wheels cars, I didn't want to play with them because I wanted to keep them nice. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they were like collector's items. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, the, problem, the problem is, like, whenever we go out, we got to, like, Target or, like, Kohl's or something. He's like, oh, shit, like, let's get some Hot Wheels. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's get some Hot yeah. Wheels. But have you ran into those creepy adults that are rummaging through the Hot Wheels cars? I have not yet. Dude, wait till you get to those fucking freak shows. What I did get into was uh, there was a guy at Target that was really in. So they have like the Disney cars. Yeah. They have the die cast. Yeah, yeah. And he was like way. He was like, oh, yeah, this one. And they like, this one's really rare. Like, you know, you can't find the, like the Doc uh. Hudson. Like this one. And I was like, cool, man. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, I sure. I get it. Um, oh man <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah that's uh it was it was a little that was a little weird oh i meant to do the stop screen there um yeah but uh yeah the i think the problem that i'm running into is like when my son's like yeah let's get some hot wheels and i'm like yes in my head i'm like fuck yes let's let's get it but then i have to be like the dad like no you you know you can't just get everything whenever we go out <laughs> i'll throw this one up real quick mm-hmm. but uh, so this was a uh, this was a submission from uh, GoPro was giving out like something for so they did a uh, they did a new GoPro mini this year mm-hmm. and they uh, did like this million dollar like million dollar challenge with this so he <laughs> strapped the smallest camera in our lineup to the toasty drag race so this guy's got flames and everything set up for this so it's oh man it's pretty gnarly. Dude, that's honestly awesome. Yeah, like get that camera. <laughs> yeah, that's he, sick. He's so good with the slow mo too. So like, guys, it's basically a track going around their yard, and it's got like accelerators on it. So like, it keeps accelerating the cars as they go through. Yeah, there's a little accelerator. They look like like nickels on the. Yeah, on and they're the basically just pushing it through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Like, wait for like the the slow motion ending on this. Yeah, there it is, dude. That's so awesome. <laughs> that's really really cool. All right, I um, could, that's something I could get down with. Yeah, exactly, dude. You guys making that video would be, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, do tracks around the house. Your wife's gonna get pissed off. She's gonna just be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. You like you want some coffee, and you just send a car across the kitchen. It just gets it. <laughs> Just starts the Keurig. <laughs> Comes home to Track City. Dude, you got a whole Rube Goldberg machine set up for Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> um, 
right. Uh, do you want to get in the last beer on audio? Uh, yeah. I mean, we can close out the audio and do a clip of this. Uh, All right. Do this here. This, gentle, this gentleman. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, we're going to close out here, um, close out audio, and uh, we're going to go into extra innings. Uh, we got a nice uh, video of a gentleman that we are going to probably feature several videos of because his videos kind of lend themselves to multiple viewings. Um, oh, yeah. But we have a we have a, a nice uh, special beer that we are going to drink yeah. on the uh, on the extra innings podcast. Uh, um. If you're an audio only listener, uh, we appreciate you, but hey, hop on the stream. You're, you're missing out. You're missing out. Twitch hey, that. if you're listening to the audio, <laughs> go to our Facebook and just hit the last couple minutes of the. Yeah. Yeah. Or check out our YouTube. All the full videos are there. Oh yeah. That's uh, right. YouTube.com slash best, best friends or slash at best, best friends pod. That's YouTube.com slash at <coughs> best, best friends P O D. I forgot. It was weird. like that. Um, you can go also go on, uh, Facebook and check them out. Um, if you want to join live, well, you can go on Facebook, check out Facebook, uh, check out also our Instagram, same thing, uh, at best, best friends pod at best, best friends P O D. Uh, and if you want to join live to, uh, you know, see what we do pre and post stream, or pre and post audio. Um, you can, the best way to do that is Twitch, twitch.tv slash best, best friends pod, twitch.tv slash best, best friends P O D. Um, that about does it. That about does it. Audio listeners. Thank you for, uh, sticking around with us. We are going to go into extra innings now. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, go check out, where we just talked about uh and this has been best Western podcast episode 165 yep Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some video. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. A cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both, so it's the one for me. Best, best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were it the ones for me? Epstein is still alive, and listens to best, best friends.